Good afternoon. Afternoon. Good morning, everybody. Uneducated economist here. So, yesterday I had a conversation with my friend, and she was asking me how come it is that we don't have stability. Like, how come there's never seemingly to be a stable time for the economy, for jobs markets, for everything? Like, everything seems to be going up or down or whatever, but there's never seems to be like a continuous time of just stability. And she was asking me, how come, how come that is? Like, why do they constantly messing with the system and it never seems to be stable? And I had to reply, well, when we had a gold standard, we did have a lot of stability. There was stable prices where they didn't fluctuate very much. And that was a decent time for people when it came to making their purchasing or having a savings that had purchasing power going into the future. Like you could save today and it would buy just about the same amount going into the future. And all you had to do was just hold on to your money, work and save. And that was a pretty simple way of going about things. And there was a lot of stability to prices. The problem with it is, is that during the gold standard, we had boom and bust cycles that people just really could not handle. And what I mean by that is that during the good times, they thought the good times would always roll. But what they end up happening is, is that they will overexpand themselves, put themselves at the very end of their reach. And then when the cycle turns, they can no longer function in that, in that economy. So pretty much taking on too much debt or not being prepared to have a downturn in business. So if your business is running really well, you start you know, expanding your business to meet the capabilities of the profits that you're making. You know, does that make sense? Like you have more, more business, you buy more trucks. Well, when the business cycle turns, then you're overexpanded. Well, that's the business cycle. And that was really frequent during the gold standard. You would have these boom and bust cycles. And a lot of people were prepared for it, but most people weren't. And so there was a lot of heartache that came from that, depressions and you know, just people just not not knowing how to handle that part of things. <clears throat> now we got a little bit different situation here. Like what a lot of people don't realize is that we have a lot of stability within our lives. Right? This social safety nets that are available to the people, they don't realize how much of a stable line that provides to people. Right? To be able to have EBT cards, to go out and be able to purchase food with money that you didn't earn. I mean, that's that's a stable life. I mean, people don't realize that there was a time in people's lives where they actually had to farm for a living. Like, they had to plant food or else they died. I mean, that's like do or die situation. Now people can walk the streets, be homeless, have cell phones, EBT cards... I mean, the way of life that we live nowadays is not even comparable to what we used to have. But now we have these boom and bust cycles when it comes to debt, when it comes to the expansion of the economy. See, the stability was traded for the boom and bust cycles of business to the booms and bust cycles of debt. And now it's not a matter of how much business you're doing but more of how much debt are you willing to go into? And if you're willing to go deeper into debt, then the better life and stability that will be provided for you. Now, on the contrary to that, 
what you end up having is the inability to service your debt. And that's where the booms and busts start coming from, is now these debt cycles. If the expansion in debt continues, everybody's happy. Everybody gets to pay their debts. Everybody gets to expand their businesses. But when you have a contraction of the debt, then you have the bust cycles. So it's no longer left to the market to decide on when are the cycles going to take place or how long they last or anything like that. The clearing out of the bad debt. When we had a gold standard, it would be very quick. These recessions and depressions would be very short lasting. But now we have debt cycles that are manipulated by the central banking system. And so they can make these debt cycles last very long using quantitative easing programs and you know, the purchasing of U.S. treasuries and mortgage-backed securities, manipulating the housing markets and, you know, all the debt markets that are out there. Creating special purpose vehicles and getting people to move into corporate debt. <clears throat> These are creating cycles and debt cycles that have devastating effects on the economy. And there's nothing we can do to change this. There is no system that can be provided that will say, hey, Everybody's going to have this stable life where you're going to have prices that are going to maintain so that you can have a savings that will provide a purchasing power into the future while at the same time having expansionary effects going into the economy through the issuance of debt. Like all this stuff can't happen. There's no way that you can provide that. What you'll end up having is the expansion of debt. People taking that debt, moving into the economy, creating wonderful, beautiful things. And then the expansion of the debt begins to contract by the pulling of money out of the system, very much like what we have the Federal Reserve doing today. And then the scrambling of trying to find dollars in order to pay off the debt starts to increase. The issuance of defaults starts to increase as people are not able to pay those debts off. The rich who have the cash on hand begin to start buying those assets up for pennies on the dollar. The harvesting of the average person, the slave, the debt slave, is the recessionary effects. That's when everything goes on sale and everybody who had been holding on to the dollars, waiting for this bus cycle to take place, are now buying all those beautiful things that have been built with debt are now being purchased for pennies on the dollar. And this is the cycle that takes place. Once that is over, the issuance of debt will begin to end. All those who had cleared out all the bad debt will begin to take out new debt and start building beautiful things again. And this is the cycle that takes place. There is no changing that. That's not going to change with modern monetary theory. That's not going to change with a gold standard. That's not going to change with anything. This is, this is how the system works. And when you have this expansionary effects, when the when it reaches its peak, you know it because the separation of classes really begins to take effect. And that's what we're having. I mean, just take a look around. How much complaint is there out there about, you know, how, how major divide there is and how major inequality there is. All this stuff that people are complaining about, you see it out there every day. Yeah. And it's because of this exact cycle that has taken place. Eventually, what we're going to find is that there's going to be even increasingly more separation between the rich and the poor. And what you're going to find is some people are just going to be incredibly stupid amount of money. 
and then there's going to be a bunch of people who are on the other side of the wedge who are going to be scrambling to eat. It's going to be, it's going to get worse. Like until this cycle absolutely pops and then the redistribution happens again where everybody goes under and there's mass bankruptcies and countries are failing and currencies are failing. Yeah, this is going to happen. I mean, how long it takes, how, what it looks like, I have no idea. But the cycles are not reversible. Like, people seem to think that you can, like, you know, take things back or something like that. It's not, it's not how it works. I mean, it's like you can slow it down. You know, you can do things like tariffs and currency controls and different things like that to try and make things, like, appear to be better than they were. But it's a cycle that's going, it's like a life. You know, it's like you can't reverse the aging process. It's just going to happen. An educated economist. You guys let me know.